welcome to oh no we need a new intro let, let us out <laughs> i promise at one point that will we're gonna change it not be annoying but also it's uplifting right is, is it is it i, I don't, don't know, know. <laughs> i'm marielle scott and i'm natasha Kaneda, and, and we are the lettuce to your lettuce to your help and this is episode four can you believe it? No, because it's been a freaking year. It's crazy. It's been a crazy 2020. Okay, so let's just recap <laughs> real quick. The world is on fire. I like it, though. I feel like we're burning down everything that needed to go away. What do you mean? Like, I feel like we're all becoming more aware of, like, all the injustices in the world, the Black Lives Matter movement, and also just, like, how corrupt our government is in the way it spends its money. Not to get super political, though, but okay. I, I feel like, aren't we all just becoming a little more educated on the way the world runs? Yeah, I think absolutely. And if somebody else were president, we would have thought, oh, we actually handled that, mm. even though we have a lot of issues. Not take to handle. <laughs> no, if, if Hillary were were president we wouldn't have had the me too movement i don't think hmm. we would have thought oh been there done that <laughs> we we have a woman upstairs we're good <laughs> don't call the white house upstairs <laughs> obviously hillary clinton cool. jesus <laughs> one in the same <laughs> you know we got her upstairs yeah, it's cool okay anyways yeah 2020 has been freaking nuts yeah i think the last podcast we recorded was last year like 2019 crazy that's so weird i literally told ryan this morning that i was in a pokeball of emotion aren't we all girl <laughs> I was a pokeball or a pokeball like pokemon pokemon oh uh, a pokeball <laughs> a pokeball of emotion. i'm in a sashimi of emotion <laughs> wrapped up like a burrito okay 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 okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay Let's get started. So today we want to talk about self-talk and how much it can change your life. It is a gigantic topic that we could probably go on like 10 different tangents on, but we just want to kind of do a general introduction to the power of self-talk and the way that it spiritually affects you and also physically changes your biochemistry and changes the way that your brain works, which is so crazy to me. And we're going to talk about the science behind it, our experience with self-talk, our introduction to self-talk, and what we do on a daily basis to unravel the stories that you tell yourself. Preach. Mm. Mm, double up. Mm, mm. <laughs> so basically, we were talking about how all of us have these internal stories that we have created throughout our lives from childhood all the way up till now. And they've been a part of us for so long that sometimes we don't even realize that they're there, that it is a story that we tell ourselves, therefore filtering all of our experiences through that we're not even aware of. So it can have all the control over us that it wants because we don't even know it's there. Right? Yeah. Uh, okay. But how do you change the lens? Like your guy was, I grew up like this, this, you know, the, the, these are my experiences, my perspectives. And so I'm obviously going to view the world through my lens. Of course. I think it's not about changing your lens. I think it's about becoming aware that it's there so that when you have certain emotional reactions, instead of it controlling you, you can be like, oh, this is because 
this happened to me when I was seven. And it's maybe not true. Huh. Right? I like that. Thank y'all. What? You're so smart. <laughs> She's so funny and smart. It's my best friend. Go best friend. Oh, I don't like it. Bail. Um, we have this thing called the fade out when neither of us want to finish our joke. We just kind of go like. And then the other one goes fade out. Fade out. Just and to you acknowledge just, it. You know, yeah. You just let it go. Yeah. So, yeah. Just the power of your story how to become aware of it and then how to rewrite that motherfucking script sorry um when was the first time you became aware of what self-talk is i remember it so vividly no i do yell at me no i'm excited (laughs) i'm so excited no because this is like most of the time when you ask me questions part of me is like i don't know but i know I know this one. It was at pick me, pick me. It was at the med. It was I was in a meditation class, and my teacher explained to me how our brain is a computer. That's all it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> you lost me. No, <laughs> no, our brain. It's all electricity, genuinely, and it's it's a programming. The thoughts that we're thinking are coming from programming that is like, it's like you downloaded a software and so your brain creates these thoughts automatically because you downloaded that software. And it's about recognizing, how can I put this in like a good way? It's about recognizing that just because you're thinking something in your own head doesn't mean that it's real or true. Which is a bigger feat than it sounds. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, okay, so a really good example is you get to school, you see Jessica, and you go, hi, Jessica, and she just walks past you. What can your brain do in that moment? She's mad at me. Mm-hmm. She Jessica hates me. Mm-hmm. I said something stupid mm-hmm. yesterday, and she's somebody being a big told old her bitch. I said something. Oh yeah, anything. Your brain can create five thousand stories. Maybe Jessica just had her AirPods in and didn't hear you. Right. So it's like it's just the simple act of like our brain is wired to look for problems. And not just that, it's it's just the way that we are thinking is software that's been downloaded. So it's like it's like there's these things called neural pathways, which are just the connections of neurons in your brain, I think. <laughs> oh, we're not scientists. No. <laughs> Don't call me a Ooh, neurosurgeon. Yeah. <laughs> but so it's these. So like when you remember something, why you remember it is because you built a strong neural pathway in your brain, connections of neurons in your brain. And so there is a very strong pathway for that electrical current to pass through. So you can easily recall that information. Mm. So when you think something over and over, for example, I am unattractive it creates a very strong neural pathway. If you think it every single day, that neural pathway is swole, as the gym folk would say. It's huge. And gains. And so because of that, your brain prioritizes that neural pathway. So you're going to think that thought more often because you've thought it in the past. It's like building a muscle. Does that make sense? Interesting. Does that make so sense the, at all? Like, yeah, absolutely. No, it really okay. does. So the pattern of thought builds every time physical 
muscle in, like not it, muscle but it builds a connection in your brain that like strengthens so you're more likely to think it again and the more you think it the more you're going to think it and then look for confirmation bias exactly see i told yeah i am unattractive he didn't text me uh-huh. back or exactly. i am unattractive i didn't get yes. that part or and that's what i mean by like our brains are a computer like just because we had that thought one time and then we just rolled with it over and over we're gonna keep thinking it doesn't mean it's true no it's literally like you just built a stronger muscle to have that thought it doesn't mean that it's based in any reality other than you kept thinking it. Wow. Right? Yeah. I'm like, so basically I was in my meditation class and my teacher was explaining just because you think something doesn't mean it's real. And it's hard for us to differentiate it because when it's coming from your own mind, you think, yeah, that's real. That every thought you have is real. fact. And because we have a hard time separating truth from our thinking because our thinking sounds like it's just just us coming from us so like we just naturally believe it because we're like yeah that's what I think I'm not attractive so it it's how I feel Mm -hmm. you know and we have to learn to separate thinking so that we can have a thought and then be like wait a second let me look at this thought let me write it down and look at it I'm unattractive. Is that really true? Or have I just been telling myself that over and over? And your brain is going to do a lot of work to convince you it's true. Believe you me. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But um, no, I have. I'll tell you mine after. I have my own self-talk. Oh. And my own thought patterns oh. that have like convinced me and actually caused me to do damage. Yep. Be- I know. Because you're so convinced you're so convinced and you look for any kind of confirmation in the world that that is actually the case like the whole like always the bridesmaid never the bride that's an old story people tell themselves but if you say it over and over it's gonna feel true and you what you were saying just now reminded me of something called it's called the reticular activation system and it's a process in our brain where it's, it's why morning gratitude lists are really important. It's a process in our brain where when you introduce something to your brain, your brain um, logs it as important. And so then it creates a filter for that. It's kind of why you tune out like the feeling of your heartbeat or like this like background noise and you're able to focus on certain things or why when you're thinking of getting a car, you'll start seeing that car right all around the city more. It's because you your reticular activation system has been uh told to now filter your life experience for that thing so if you tell yourself i'm unattractive you're telling that part of your brain to now filter your experience for evidence of that right and then if you tell yourself you're beautiful you'll have the exact same day but you'll notice things that confirm that you're beautiful as opposed to the opposite right does that make sense yeah absolutely so yeah so so we both have our stories that we kind of wanted to talk about like my internal story has just been because of like the stuff that I was talking about last time with like my difficult relationship with men and my experience with sexual trauma I feel I didn't even realize it until maybe like two months ago I genuinely deep down feel broken like everyone else is right but Natasha has like a chip loose and I can't let anybody else find out or they're going to know 
that I'm broken and that will be bad. It's like a dirty secret. It is. Like, don't it, tell anyone. I don't want anyone to know. Mm-hmm. And then it's like so much shame. And it, it kind of made me realize like that's probably why I'm so obsessed with self-help because I deep down believe I am so very broken and abnormal. And so <laughs> don't cry for me. I'm fine. though. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I am so broken. No, but really like it's so deeply ingrained in me that I didn't even realize I thought that. I was just like, yeah, I have this trauma and I want to work through it. But I am like obsessive with working on myself because I really believe there's something wrong with me that I need to fix or else no one will want to be around me. Which is so interesting because every single person thinks that something is wrong with them. Mm -hmm. And if 7 billion people, I I mean, I can't... I can't, you know, attest for everybody, but I think you can. I can <laughs> for everyone in the world, but everyone thinks they're eternally unique. Mm-hmm. And it's very comforting to know everyone feels this way Every that there single is a screw loose, that there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. Every single every person. Every human being. I've never met anybody who thinks, yeah, I got it all uh, uh, locked and loaded. And because we think that we're the only ones, we don't like to talk about it. So then we all just kind of like walk around earth, like not realizing we're all feeling the exact same way. Do you remember I cried to you in the in the driveway that I thought I was fucked up? No. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> Doesn't ring a bell. Yeah. Remember, mm-hmm. I was hysterically crying on a Sunday night. My, yeah. hand, my, my hands were over my face and I was like, I'm like fundamentally fucked up and you were like there's nothing wrong with you and I was like no 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 there's something wrong with me you don't understand yeah you don't get it Mm -hmm. it's yeah interesting I know so yeah that's my story it's just like I am broken I do not perceive life the way everyone else does I don't especially in relationships like I'm like I know I'm doing something wrong like that's how I feel but I'm not I'm just a person living my life and everyone has different experiences which is also crazy because from the outside you were in a five-year relationship with a great guy Mm -hmm. it ended Mm -hmm. you're in a two and a half year relationship now with it angel he is a straight up angel Mm -hmm. and it's like from the outside, I'm like, oh, no, you have it. Mm-hmm. Like you're in right, two right. long-term you think, like, relationships. Relationships come easy to me. But right. really, I'm like, I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep. What about you, Mari? <laughs> Spill your guts. No, I'm really busy today. <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> so you caught me at a bad time. You're just like swap. How'd this mic get here? <laughs> uh, mine is that my body is wrong, that... Uh, everyone else has it figured out in terms of health and wellness and loving themselves and their body. And when people compliment my body, they're lying mm-hmm. and I don't believe them. And all the girls on the internet and even like the self love community of like body positivity, like they all have it figured out and I just cannot get there. It's like, it, it feels like I am on a little island and like the castle is like over there and there's like a moat and I can't that's exactly how I feel I can't get there and my engines I'm just like (laughs) I don't know why this makes me feel like I want to cry because that's exactly how I feel and it's so weird to hear you say you feel like your body is wrong because that's how I feel about my emotions yeah it's like we're wrong but we're not we're people yeah we're just like young women we're literally just people oh my god 
I know. It's really crazy. And like, I don't think, you know, growing up in Los Angeles has helped, like, especially being an actress. And I definitely was scared to talk about any kind of body image issues that I've had. But I also know that, like, I I have this thing where if I felt it, 10,000 other people, I'm sure, have felt it in the history of time. So I also know that actresses have been pretty open about their struggles and their body dysmorphia because I have such severe body dysmorphia like I just don't see it accurately and I don't understand and it feels like I'm it's very confusing yeah it's very confusing and even like when Taylor Swift came out and like talked about her body dysmorphia and stuff I was like Taylor like thank you and it really gave me courage because you know she is just like she's a a great she's a great artist and and I she's just, so famous and she's putting her biggest vulnerabilities on a huge platform. Huge on Netflix. Called Netflix, yeah. <laughs> Heard of it? <laughs> but yeah, so that's um that's mine. And so for a long time I was just like convinced and everything that I did was through that filter of my oh. body being wrong. So this I don't know why this is blowing my mind. Also, maybe like what I was saying earlier about the neural pathways strengthening, like that could be helpful for you. Like when you're like convinced of it, be like, maybe this is so convincing just because the fact that I've thought it five million other times. Right. Maybe like literally on a neurological level, this neural pathway is so dominant in my brain. So, of course, I'm going to think It's like that. a groove in wood. Exactly. It's like every time you do it, you're like, you're like carving out in a piece of wood. And if you do it like enough. I appreciate that imagery. Thank you. My dad has been really into carpentry. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's fucking crazy. So, Sorry. No, it is. So the first time I was introduced to it was with my therapist, Megan. Mm-hmm. Shout out, Meg. I love you. I love you too, Megan. I know you know me. (laughs) (laughs) She knows all about you. And you know all about her. And she's an incredible therapist. And we walk and talk and like hike and stuff together as part of the session. And she told me like, I'm really big on self-talk. So the stories that you tell yourself are what change your life and impact your life on a daily basis. Because people like, oh, this is going to change your life. It's you have to get down to like, what are you doing every day? Yep, routine. Because the day is your life. It's not like, oh, I'm going to be happy when. I'm going to be happy when I lose this weight. I'm going to be happy when, mm-hmm. I, you know, I get that job or that guy or that, you know, degree. It's no, it's it's the day-to-day things. Can so, I just say oh, yeah. one of my biggest pet peeves is that we all kind of believe that a change happens one day. You're just like, right? yeah, I've made it. But it's not. It's so subtle. It's so subtle and it's little things that you're just like, okay, if I can, um, I I started doing the power pose because mm-hmm. I watched a TED talk mm-hmm. on the power pose. And so I put my hands like super woman and I stand and I take up space and it's really helped me. And I stand and I look in the mirror for two minutes mm-hmm. and I will nod and give myself just like just complete focus and look in my own eyes and that has really 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 helped me because it it's changing your physiology like we were talking about last time with yeah. Tony Robbins right you move a muscle when we, you change a when thought. we talked with Tony Robbins yeah Do you remember that a Tony that interview just <laughs> crazy he's yeah, crazy yeah how you hold your body uh tells your brain 
stories too. Yeah. Like if you slouch versus sitting up tall, it it's like when you smile, you literally release hormones of happiness, even if you're faking it. I do that when I'm exercising sometimes. Oh, so if you I, look crazy. If I really hate the jog I'm on or something, I'll s- smile. I never want to go running with Oh you. my God. <laughs> I'm a psycho. Ryan got so bad at me the other day. So you're crazy. But I, um, I'll smile and I'll be like, oh no, this is good. This is good, even though I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But in a power pose might seem silly or like look goofy to anyone else. But if you're in the privacy of your own room in a bathroom, I've done it in a public bathroom. And yes, somebody has walked in while I was doing the power pose and I pretended to wash my hands. Powerfully. <laughs> just vigorously. Just. I do the power pose too. And I do uh, that girl, Natalia Benson, that I was talking about. Like, you literally. have such a crush on her. Yeah, whatever. Okay. I've learned a lot. Well, no, because I, I I get these ideas from her, so I feel like it's important to... Shout it out. Yeah, say that. But she does... Um, I just got jealous. <laughs> clear. Like, God damn. What's so great about... Why don't you do a podcast with her then? God. Just whatever. <laughs> but she does... We do power pose. Poses. We? Yeah, me and my BFF. Oh, my God. <laughs> Done. No, like, in her workshop, she does it, too. And if you guys want, like, an actual, like, uh, thing to do, she makes you put on Beyonce, who run the world. Great. And do the power pose. So, basically, you stand your feet really wide, and you put your hands on your hips like Superwoman, and you look at yourself in the mirror. You listen to Beyonce empowering you, and then you repeat I fucking got this. Yes. And it works, I swear. I have done it before big auditions and it really helps. Oh, there was someone. Oh, I think it was Julianne Huff. She was saying when she was going into her audition for one of the movies that she was in, she went into the bathroom before her audition and she did that. She was like, you fucking got this. Yeah. Yep. I had a huge audition at Fox and I did it Mm -hmm. and it really helped. I walked in. I was like, oh, I got this. That's so nice. I know. It was really cool. You got to be your own cheerleader. I know. So power pose. So the power pose is really huge. A second one for me is saying it out loud is um, claiming the thought. And when I can hear it out loud, I. um, It makes me feel like it's not as important. Mm, Yeah. And it doesn't feel as, like, deep and huge. Well, you know why I think that is? Because I think once you say it out loud, you are bringing all of your awareness to it. And when you're not aware of a thought, that's when it has control over you. Right. When you become aware of it, it's like the reins, you're now holding the reins on the thought instead of the thought holding the reins on you. I think that's why. So, yeah, say it out loud. Just be like, I feel like I'm blank. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she just gestured to me like I got something to say. What? Oh, you mean like my list? Yeah. Well, okay. So the let's see. We did power pose, claim it, affirmations. I'm like, I go back and forth on affirmations because I think it's like a fine balance between understanding that what you think isn't true and you're not your thoughts, but also understanding that we're humans and we're going to have thoughts no matter what right so maybe it's important for us to rewire them and so basically affirmations are i am statements most of the time and this is what i suggest 
get a journal out and write down what? <laughs> get a journal out and throw it against the wall. Pick it up. Throw it again. <laughs> and just keep doing it until somebody calls the cops. Yeah. Well, that sounds kind of nice, well, too. Great jokes, Marv. Yay, Mari. <laughs> Cue fade out. Okay, so you get a journal and we're moving on. You um, write down really like go deep and write down I am statements, but all of your beliefs that you might have behind negative emotions. Are you like, I secretly think that I'm a stunner. Mm. Like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just. <laughs> Not to throw you under the bus, though. No, no, no. I'm saying, yes, that comes next. But oh. I'm saying, okay, so like my whole thing is <laughs> use your emotions as clues. So take a second and tune in to how you're feeling. If you're not feeling great, if you're feeling a little off or a little sad, listen to it. It's pointing you in a direction. Where is it pointing you? Uh, it's pointing me that I feel insecure today because I feel like I am and then write it down. I feel like I am not good enough to reach my goals. I feel like I am not talented enough. I feel like I am not lovable enough to get a boyfriend. I feel like I am not, I feel like I am overweight. I feel like, like write down all of your negative I am statements and look at them and just say hello to your little friends because they've been controlling your life <laughs> for the past like <laughs> bajillion years. Okay. To be specific. Okay. And that. Okay. What? Uh, so, no, no, no. You finish, and then I'll go. So write those down. That's not the. Only, just write down everything you hate about yourself, and then go on with your day. <laughs> no. So write those down, and then look at them, and then draw a little line from that affirmation across the page, and then write the opposite of that. Write your new belief that you are now going to download into the computer that is your brain. So I am not talented enough, little line. I am good enough just as I am. I am not lovable enough to get a boyfriend, draw a line. I am so lovable, exactly as I am, right? And then you, those can become your affirmations. And then you look at them and say them out loud to yourself multiple times a day and feel what it would feel like if that were true. Feel what it would feel like if you genuinely believed that you are lovable. What would it feel like? What would it feel like? Freedom. If, yeah. What would it feel Freedom. like if you genuinely believed right now Freedom. as you are, you're talented enough. Shh. No, I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> Damn. She really, <laughs> she's really strict. Um, yeah. Feel what that would feel like. And sometimes last thing, when I have a hard time believing I'm talented enough. I'm like, whatever your thing is. When I have a hard time believing that, I add on, I am ready to start believing. Mm. So it's not like you're there yet, but you're ready to start believing it because your life would just be so much nicer if you did. Nothing has to change except the way that you talk to yourself. Wow. Right? That's amazing. So that's a that's a good way to do affirmations. And then you can just say they say practice is really important. So do it every day. Maybe do a 30 day challenge where you or grab a friend mm -hmm. and have and hold each other accountable. I like that. And, and 30 days, 30 days. Why just, not? Just every day. How would like how does it 
You have to do it with feeling, though. It's important. Yeah, you have to believe it. Well, I was going to say, like, let's say you're getting dressed in the morning and you don't feel good about yourself and the old patterns. I'm ugly. I'm fat. I'm, you know, this job is, like, going to pass on me or whatever. Then that's when you go to your page. Mm -hmm. So that's when you sit down and say, okay, I'm going to take five minutes before I leave the house and rush and... I'm going to write down that I am capable, mm -hmm. that I can do this, that I am extremely lovable. And I also have a mantra that I say to myself that I've helped develop with my therapist is why not me? I love that one. It ha Like it has, you know, the part has to go to someone. Why not me? I can do it. Right. Or whatever. Someone, you know, it, it, it just why not me? Mm -hmm. I could be happy today. Why not me? Yeah, I could have a good day. Why not me? Mm -hmm. And it really is just like it opens up the possibilities in your mind because it has to it, it has to go to someone. Right. I mean, I'm talking specifically for jobs in but the arts. That, but that doesn't you it could be like I want to feel beautiful. Like if we're going back to our original thing, like I want to feel attractive today. Why can't I? Yeah. Why? I'm the only one telling myself I'm not. Exactly. So cool. Mm -hmm. And I love that there's science behind it. There's so much science behind it. I mean, that reminds me of just even if you want some proof of the power of your mind, like Google the placebo effect. And I was I was reading on Harvard's website. Okay, guys, Harvard. Uh, it's legit. Name drop. <laughs> um, on their medical website, they were saying yet like doctors I feel like didn't want to acknowledge it for a while or they didn't understand it but they're saying now yes the power of the mind can actually physically alter your health and here's why because they would give m real medication to trial people like as a trial and then they would also you know as the control in the experiment have to give a placebo to people just out of experiment and they started to notice the people that were getting the medication were getting better, but then also a majority of the people that were getting the placebo were also getting better. Hmm. And they were like, that's weird. Why? And then they started to find that if just the act of taking a pill and telling yourself this pill is going to make me healthier, it actually heals you in the same way that the medication does. If your brain believes you're going to get better, they physically have gotten better from it. The placebo effect. Look it up. Because that's crazy. And it shows the power of our thoughts. That's so interesting. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I also think that when your mantras to yourself are uh, adaptable, so like it, it, you're telling yourself that even though you're not showing up perfectly, you're still showing up. I mean, it's like this podcast. We, we want it to be perfect. We want to put out a great product for you guys. We want it to be this really special thing. And instead of waiting for it to be perfect, we Let's realized it. it was never going to be perfect. And we're going to fumble. We're going to mess up. But we're going to put it out. Mm -hmm. And we're going to show up imperfectly. And so when adversity is thrown at you, because that is life's you know, greatest inevitability is that there will be adversity. I mean, look at 2020. We couldn't have predicted this year. Mm -hmm. So if we say I'm showing up imperfectly, but I'm still showing up, 
you're so much more able to adapt to the circumstances. Yeah. Yep. Just Natasha's having a little trouble with the mic. (laughs) We really are new. (laughs) Yeah. So it's so helpful in your everyday situation. And you know what I can say is that when I started doing it, people around me started to notice. Mm -hmm. And they were like, wow, Mari, you seem like really good. Or you seem like more content. A lot of people said you seemed calmer, Mm -hmm. which was so interesting. And I was like, first of all, how hyper was I before? (laughs) First of all, rude. Yeah. (laughs) But also, thanks. Yeah, maybe just because it's like there's not an energy of like constantly striving. Yeah, it's just today is what today is and it's good enough and it's good enough and if I get a lot done today that's great if I get five things done today that's also great it it doesn't need to be an all or nothing Mm -hmm. and I think also while we're talking about affirmations and self-talk and all of this stuff obviously the goal is to eventually change on a base level how you feel about yourself every day but you have to be nice to yourself when you take a step back every once in a while because it is going to happen. And I think that's where I get stuck a lot is like, I'm like, oh my God, why am I feeling anxious around my boyfriend again? Like I thought I fixed this. And like that anger is so counterproductive and you have to really be so kind and gentle to all the parts of yourself and the ones that are, you know, still coming up from fear and pain and like think about like a little kid if they were in pain and scared would you be like oh my god I can't believe you're feeling like this again of course not like how would you treat them how would you talk to them that's how you should talk to yourself you know don't cry just really emotional it's just really beautiful of emotion (laughs) okay I'm trying to see what else I got here we should probably wrap up soon. Okay. Well, I think let's let's just talk about the power of, because I think the best way to start all of this is you have to become aware of it, which is mindfulness. And so like the power of mindfulness, like how have you introduced mindfulness into your life? You're asking me? I'm asking you. Oh, it wasn't like a rhetorical you. No, it's like for real you. Oh. <laughs> I meditate. I meditate. I I don't do it perfectly. I don't do it every day, but I meditate. I downloaded the Headspace app and it really helps me and I'll put it on before bed. I'll put it on first thing in the morning. Ryan has gotten really into it, which is cool. And it's it's a way for me to pause. And if nothing else, if I don't achieve any kind of greatness and it's not about even quieting my mind, it's just about focusing on my breath. Mm. And that has brought the pause which has opened up the space for awareness. And if I'm able to open up the space for awareness just through my breath, I mean, the simple in and out of your breath can change the day. Yeah. If you're in a constant state of panic that, oh my God, I'm this, oh my God, you're thinking about yourself all day, first of all, which is boring. Mm-hmm. And second of all, your your frequency is too high. If you kind of drop it down take 10 minutes out of your day and truly just relax. And even if you don't relax, it's the art of doing it. That has brought my awareness. Right. Right. Because when you're meditating, the main goal is to focus on one thing, like a mantra or your breath. Like 
like inhale exhale and you just think that right in your head or like I know on headspace they say say to count your breath like one two and then inevitably you're going to start thinking about something it's just human nature and the goal of meditation is to catch the fact that you have started to drift your attention onto something else besides counting note it oh I'm thinking release it and then come back to one two so like that act of losing your train of thought thinking about something your thoughts carrying you away and then you catch yourself thinking and you can bring it back to focus is how you can also become aware of the negative thoughts that you think catch the negative thought bring it back to your positive thought it's like training training yourself meditations like training yourself to catch the thoughts that are making you feel bad before they kind of like take control of your life wow. right yeah I really like the image of like like a horse and a person riding the horse and like either the person riding the horse is your thoughts or the person riding the horse is you and you get to decide like who's in control I like you're the person and the horse is your thoughts yeah, exactly. Because then you can take the reins. Exactly. And be like, Actually, we're not going down that road today. <laughs> <laughs> Why Jesus. did we both do that? So annoying. Yeah, like you just kind of can control the direction that your thoughts are moving in. And not every day perfectly, too. Like just because we're talking about this and you try it one day and you're like, well, I'm still feeling ugly. I'm still feeling fat. I'm still feeling all these things rinse repeat Mm -hmm. try the I am Mm -hmm. you know that's why we've developed a toolbox because you can pull from the different things Mm -hmm. it's not one thing that worked yesterday maybe the power pose worked yesterday and it's not working today yeah so maybe you need to call a friend and talk about it out loud or maybe you need to meditate for 10 minutes Mm -hmm. I love that I think let's go through the list so we did power pose okay saying it out loud affirmations and meditation yep and if you just take those four things and incorporate at least one maybe even all four every day for at least 30 days we want to hear from you i really do i would love we would love it i like dm us we've gotten a few dms from you already and we love hearing it it's just so interesting to see if what we're saying makes any sense (laughs) seriously so yeah we love we love 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 hearing from you guys and we really take this responsibility really seriously and because we've learned all this we really want to share it with you yeah you can't you can't have something and not pass it on it's it the more the merrier we Mm -hmm. want everyone to feel what we're feeling Mm -hmm. and we want everyone you know tell your friends what you learned and Mm -hmm. share it share it because it's not worth life is too short to keep things so close to the vest yeah and such a secret I this is how I thought about it the other day I was like we're all a tribe of imperfectly perfect people oh that's beautiful like we're all a little imperfect every single one of us so that's we're perfect and aren't the flaws beautiful I know whenever I'm feeling like a perfectionist you always say to me like we don't want to see perfect people on screen no it's sterile I don't want to see a perfect person I don't want to I wouldn't want you to be perfect Mm -mm. you wouldn't be my best friend well I am so (laughs) so and I am perfect (laughs) 
All right. I feel like you're going to kill me. What? I feel like I want to end with some affirmations. Oh. Wouldn't that be cool? All right. <laughs> Slow, you know, capital V, vulnerable. Oh. But like, I feel like we'll say an affirmation. And if you got, if you're listening, say it out loud and repeat it back. So you want to say it to each other or you say one about you. I say one about Let's me. Let's just trade off. I'll okay. say one and then you say one. Okay. Okay. I'm nervous. Oh my God. We can edit. We can edit. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So we're going to edit this out. It's fine. Oh, great. So, okay. So let's first start just by closing our eyes. If you're not driving, even if you are driving, just close your eyes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Big, big joke. Don't. Don't, don't do that. Um, close your eyes. Take a big breath in. Exhale. And just do that one more time. Big breath in. Exhale. And take a few <laughs> seconds. Take a few okay. seconds to imagine what your life would feel like if you were all the things that you wish you were. And then just repeat what we say. I know this is weird, but just try try it with me. So just say, I am enough. I am enough. I am worthy of love and belonging. I am worthy of love and belonging. I'm good enough exactly as I am right now. Ooh, I'm good enough exactly as I am right now. I'm sexy. I'm sexy. Ooh, she's sexy. I have some resistance towards that one. <laughs> Just kidding. I am a goddamn badass. Ooh, I'm a goddamn badass. I am capable of anything I set my mind to. I am capable of anything that I set my mind to. I am done. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Let us help is what I was going to say. Aww. All right. cute. Well, I just repeat those to yourself and now do it on your own. Write your own. Yep. And we love you. We love you. You're Thanks the best. Thanks for out with us. And let us help on three. One, two, three. Calm. Let, let us, us help. help. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs>